Coming up today on the Nosebleed Seats podcast, the show everyone can afford to listen to with Zach Wolchuk and Eric Chiafalo. Draft day, motherfuckers. Holy shit, are you serious? Yeah, what else do we need to say? We're talking NFL draft. All right, that's the tease. Fuck it. Sweet. Now, I do want to implore you, go to at PFN365. Good God. That is the Pro Football Network's Twitter. 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 We've got a contest alert, baby. Do you want tickets to any NFL game this season? Hell yeah! How about a customized jersey? Hell yeah! This is your chance to enter. All you got to do is go and retweet the tweet from the Pro Football Network on Twitter. Retweet it and be sure you are following at PFN365. You retweet, you follow, the winner will be drawn on April 28th. The max value for each ticket is $150. Winner chooses, I guess, either the money or the ticket. So, whatever you want to do, you want to go to a game, you want a customized jersey, or you just want some money, retweet at PFN365 and follow. That's all you got to do. Come poised. I want to talk about our friends over there at Lone Star Green CBD. You're L- such an a-hole. LoneStarGreenCBD.com. These are the best in the business. This is where you want to go if you're going to get your CBD, your oils, your topicals, your your gummies, the whole nine. They're going to have it all there shortly. Right now, they still have the tincture oil, the peppermint. It's selling like hotcakes. So you better get in there quick. Use our promo code NBS15. You'll get 15% off at the checkout. But this stuff tastes good. It's convenient. You put it under your tongue. You spray it in your coffee. You put it in your cereal. And boom, you're feeling better in no time. Walchuk, I know you have been just a happy camper. Every time I see you, your sleep cycle has been great. You wake up, you feel refreshed as hell. It really is tremendous. And it's got so many different uses. You can use pain relief, anti-anxiety. It'll increase your appetite. It'll improve your sleep. There's so many things that CBD can help with, and there's no better place to go than Lone Star Green CBD. Check them out. Go to their website. Put in our promo code NBS15. You'll get 15% off, and I'm telling you, I know you're thinking to yourself, why am I going to go online to this Lone Star Green CBD website and order this when I can just go to my local CBD store and buy it right over the counter? I don't have to wait. I'll tell you why. You use our promo code NBS15, you get the discount, and you're paying less. You're paying double if you go to these places and you buy them straight over the counter. And it's not going to take a long time. They're going to hook you up if you have questions, concerns. PR boys, our boys at Lone Star Green CBD, they'll go ahead and solve all your problems. It'll be stress-free. Trust us. Go to them. They'll help and take care of you. That's right. It's quick. It's easy. You put in the number. You put in the information. You punch in the promo code. Next thing you know, you wake up two days later, and it's sitting right there for you on your doorstep. You don't have to go anywhere. You wake up, and it's right there waiting for you. It's a beautiful thing. It's LoneStarGreenCBD.com. Topicals coming soon, 420. Be on the lookout. But when you go, Walchuk, what do you do? Tell them the nosebleed seat sent you. It's draft day. Draft day. It's draft day. Draft day. Draft day. Draft day. Draft day. It's mother bleeping draft day, mother bleepers. It's draft day, baby. Woo! Draft day. Oh my god, it's draft day. Freaking draft day. 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 Draft. Day. Draft.
It's draft day! Oh my god, it's draft day! No more pre-draft, just draft. Holy, it's draft day. Draft day. Oh god. Alright, let's get to the show. Let's do it. It's about that time for some nose bleed seats. The show everyone can afford to listen to. Zach Wolchuk alongside Eric Chia follow. And it's draft day, mother bleepers. God, I'm so freaking happy, Wolchuk. Holy hell. There's Christmas, there's wedding season, and then there's draft day, baby. And there's nothing freaking better. You bet your sweet ass there's nothing better than some freaking draft day, man. And we're happy to be a part of the Pro Football Network. Powered, as always, by at PFN365 all day long, forever and always. Check out ProFootballNetwork.com. We got up-to-the-minute mock drafts. We got articles, drafts for each of your favorite teams post-draft. They're going to be covering and writing articles about all your favorite players that got selected, all your favorite teams and their draft breakdowns. Pro Football Network, that's the place to be. And we're just a small part of the draft party that's taking place at PFN and ProFootballNetwork.com. But today, Eric, it, it is all about the draft, starting with tonight. It is the first round. You've got rounds two and three on Friday, four through seven on Saturday, and then immediately following, starting Sunday morning, you'll have draft grades. And next week, we'll go ahead and recap everything that happened. But I think we should start things off, my friend, with taking a trip down memory lane and playing a little bit of our favorite draft audio. What do you say? You really can't go forward until you just... You go backwards? You go backwards. Yeah, and I think there's no other better better. I mean, way history to put it. might repeat itself. We might get some golden audio over and, the course of this weekend. And ultimately, I think that's what I'm longing for here as we as we dive into some of these incredible pieces of audio from and sounds from the draft over the last just few years. I mean, this is all recent stuff. This isn't we don't have to go deep into the draft archives. We have it right here waiting for us. Over the last couple of years, we have absolute gold, and we might as well start with one of our favorites. We use it to this day. Tony Richardson, take it away, brother. To announce the New York Jets selection, please welcome from Auburn University, fullback Tony Richardson. With the 79th pick in the 2017 NFL Draft, the New York J-E-T-E Jets select our Darius Stewart, receiver, Alabama. Just some of the greatest, I mean... I mean, we to this day, we, I mean, we make reference to that probably once a show. No, it's truly, it's timeless. And Anytime the Jeets get brought up, we we reference it. We have no choice but to do so. The we have Jets. to talk about We have to talk about Sam Darnold's fat face, those <laughs> jowls. Which, by the way, he said he's trying to lose fat and gain muscle this offseason, so hopefully the fat he's losing is in his face. Uh, but then we also we get right to the Jeets drop. J-E-T-E, Jets! I mean, it, it, and he's so emphatic with it. He's confident. If you go back and watch it, he's smiling. He doesn't skip a beat. He mows, He just mows right through it, man. It's incredible. So, Tony Richardson, you kick off our draft coverage by that Jets blunder. Thank you, sir. The New York J-E-T-E, Jets! Yeah, it's all about the Jeets party, baby. And I'll tell you, uh, whatever the Jets are going to do there, pick three. Hmm. 
Very interesting. Yeah, a little up in the air action Very right there, interesting huh? what the Jets are going to do. Could are they going to trade? I think a trade could be in the works. If a team wants... First off, if Kyler Murray doesn't go one, then the entire top five is in shambles. I think the Oakland Raiders will all of a sudden perk up first and say, holy bleeping heck, this guy is still available. You'll have Mayock and Gruden just doing a little dance-off, pants-off party. Oh, absolutely. And they're going to do everything they can to probably slither on up there and get their boy Kyler. Now, we're hearing the Giants and Redskins could be just swinging swords here in a battle for Daniel freaking Jones. Yeah. Which is brilliant. That has to be just the Cowboys' ultimate dream scenario there. Oh, it's beautiful. But let's just let's just fight for Daniel Jones to the death. Let's see who can give up more picks. Let's see who can trade more draft capital for the one and only Daniel Bleep and Jones. I love it. Gentlemen. I think it's great. Now, the Jets could be sitting pretty there and have the opportunity to move on back, or they've got their pick if Kyler Murray does go one of – Probably two elite defensive players, whether it's Josh Allen. I doubt Nick Bosa is available. I think Bosa it, it would be the pick at one if it's not Kyler Murray, and I think he's definitely going to the 49ers if the Cardinals go with Kyler. So I think for the Jets, it's probably between Williams from Bama, Josh Allen from Kentucky, and I'm going to throw Ed Oliver in there as well because I do believe Ed Oliver is going to go much higher than people predict, maybe even top five. I'm with you on that. My only thing here would be, instead of going all defensive line there with the Jets, I could easily see them going with Jonah Williams and one of those offensive tackles. Okay. You know, Jonah Williams, to me, seems like he could be, I've seen Rich Semini or however the hell you say his name, one of the beat writers for them. I think he works for ESPN. He's been on that a little bit about Jonah Williams being, you know, they've had their eye on him a little bit. Either way, it looks like it's going to be a trench guy for the that Jets. That would be a perfect reason why you're 100% right and possibly moving down. Yes. Because that's a player you could target if you were able to slide on down, especially maybe with the Giants at seven. If the Giants get a little antsy and they don't th- they really want Daniel Jones. Gotta get the gotta get DJ. Gotta get Danny. We're watching out for those Redskins. Daniel Snyder, man, he's got something up his you sleeve. Think you get that tackle at fifteen if that's who they want. Uh well, I think Peter Schrager's got a little nugget for you here in okay. a little bit Perfect. that might give you a little something otherwise. Let's move on from the Jeets. What else we got? Yeah, yeah. Let's dive back into our draft sound, uh our uh, our audio freaking just cave here of amazing draft sound and let's head over to uh mr vince young suicide doors uh he's dude got a we nice... don't we don't joke about that okay what? come on what are come you talking on. about he's that's got a... no that was a that was a line what uh, that's a lyric that's is a it wayne lyric well yeah. you know he actually did have those thoughts yeah well about getting a car with with suicide doors he was a little bit mentally fragile V-Y. i mean listen man we all like nice cars and he had the money to do it he so loved cheesecake factory i think more than in life itself so let's uh let's get to it vince tighten up baby tighten up with the 41st pick in the 2018 nfl draft the tennessee titans select honor Honor Landry from Boston College. I'm guessing that's Harold then? I, I would think that's Harold Landry. Uh. So, uh, you know, I don't know. By the way, thank you, Vince Young, for that. You know I wanted Harold Landry so bad last year. Yeah, you really I did, man. I had a man. crush on Harold Landry. Don't forget about that that ankle, though. He's a little banged up. Hey, I didn't even know anything about that ankle, and then all of a sudden I'm seeing it. he's dropping, he's dropping, he ends up going in the second round. And the Titans got him, and Vince Young could not say his name. Honor, Honor Landry. 
Yeah, tighten up there, Vince. You got to tighten up, brother. Uh, tighten up, baby. Tighten up. I'm not sure if they're given, like, I would like to think these guys are given the pronunci- uh, pronunciation of all these names uh, before they go out there. Say that again. And make a fool of themselves. But, man. Do what? Vince Young. Thank you, sir. Uh, that was, and Harold Landry's not that difficult of a name. I would think that's Harold Landry. You know, the Prince of Mukamara, something like that. Like, holy hell, I think I might screw this up. Harold Landry, I think you might just be a dumbass. Hmm. All right, take it away, Wolchuk. (laughs) (laughs) Calling out poor VY. Oh, that's terrible. All right, I think we've got one here that is pretty darn good because you know that I've, I've got strong feelings when it comes to my grandparents. Very close. Love my grandmother to death. Yeah, she's beautiful. She's amazing. Shout out to Mrs. Wolchuk. And well, it's it's Mrs. Hepker, Mrs. Um, Hepker. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. It's it's Mrs. Wolchuk's mother, maiden name. But it's you know all the same. We we love them both. Let's keep it in the family. But Tack McKinley, man, he really showcased uh, the grandma love. God, and listen, I guess we're gonna skip ahead here to what I perceive to be the greatest audio in. NFL oh, this was that you wanted to save this for last. Well, you think it's your favorite? Well, it is my favorite, but we we don't have to save it for last. I, I couldn't be wait. Here. I couldn't wait. No, and I don't blame you. You a little overzealous, and I guess you know what? It's worth it. I didn't know the order of operations you wanted to go. Let's not oversell it and underdeliver. Let's just let Tack take it away. Go ahead, man. I talked to his defense coordinator, Tom Bradley at UCLA, who I've known for about thirty yeah, years. And, and for, Tom man. said he was going to. I made a promise that's to her, and I stuck to her. I made that promise, man. I told her. Before she passed away, I was going to live my dream. I was going to go D1. I was going to get out of Richmond. I was going to get out of Oakland. I was going to go to the NFL. I made that promise to her, man. 30 seconds later, she passed away. And this is what I do it for. This is what I do it for, man. Come on, man. God, get to the damn quarterback. We going to get to the quarterback. The emotions build up inside of you right now for your grandmother. It means everything, man. It means everything. I made a promise to her. Like I said, I was going to go D1. I was going to get out of Richmond. I was going to get out of Oakland. I was going to live my dreams, play the NFL. And I'm here, man. I completed the promise. That means every thing to me. Excuse my language. Man, find me later, man. Find me later, man. This means everything to me. Everything to me, man. I want you to do something for me. I love your passion. I love your intensity. But let's harness it and channel it in the right direction. Because if you can do that, ain't nothing can stop you. We did it, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. We did it. I love you, Grandma. It's only the beginning. God bless you, man. <laughs> uh wow okay so a lot to unpack here uh shout out to Deion sanders for doing his best to try to just you know reel that thing in there well Deion's had his moment as well with the uh michael crabtree michael trabtree oh uh, in yeah. 2009 with that slip up there yeah and then he just threw it straight to break yeah 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 that was you a know true pro move there i think Deion. yeah you know Deion. Deion definitely has gotten better and they've they've given him a lot of flexibility in terms of the draft coverage there at nfl network but whoo tag just got a little emotional golly the best part is he's sitting there i mean while dropping i mean to have the balls to say Fuck, whoa and then turn around and say that means every thing to me on draft broadcast airwaves live 
while Rich Eisen is just a mere 100 feet from you. You wave at him. I mean, Steve Mariucci's in your line of sight. Mooch, mooch, you want to grab some tea? Jesus, Tack. And all the while, you're standing there with a big-ass, life-size, fathead-style picture framed of your grandmother. Who the hell drinks tea with Steve Mariucci? I mean... It's just, it's one of the most impressive things I've ever seen out of an NFL player, and I can't really put into words how thankful I am for Tack, uh, just for doing that, for for being there, for showing up on draft night. You know, he could have just stayed home and been in Grandma's house, you know, and really felt the spirit of Grandma. He said, no, I'm taking Grandma off the wall. We're going down to New York City, and we're going to hang out at Radio City Music Hall, and we're going to freaking tear this freaking draft up. I'm going to make Dion poop his pants right on live on national television. Well, the Falcons will be a fascinating team to watch as well in the first round tonight. Our own PFN contributor, Neil Driscoll. If you pay attention to the website at pro, well, profootballnetwork.com. Drisky! Driscoll, hey, uh, he came out with a mock draft last night. How big is Driscoll's it's mock? It's pretty darn full, dude. It's it's a, it's a big mock, and he even had the ball skis to put trades in this bad boy. Oh, did he really? And I am fact, such a freaking mock sucker when there's trades involved. Well, you're going to suck this mock because he even had a trade up Atlanta moving up to eight with the Detroit Lions. Uh-oh, I can see it. I the can Lions see it. give up number eight to the Falcons for picks 14 in the first round and number 79 in the third round. All right, let me guess who they get. Atlanta. Yes. They take. They trade up to eight. They go get Mr. Walchuk's favorite, E.D. Oliver. You are 100% right, and boy, would Ed Oliver be a fantastic fit with Dan Quinn and that defense in Atlanta, and we've seen the Falcons be aggressive come draft night before. They moved up. They got one Julio Julio Jones. Uh, they've done it, man. If there's a player that they deem worthy, especially I think that move up was in the 20s, and they went into the top 10 to grab Julio. Yeah, it was huge. So Julio Jones. This is 14 to 8. It would not shock me at all to see the Falcons make that leap if Ed Oliver. I don't know if Ed Oliver makes it out of the top six picks, though, personally. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, he's been. I could, if he doesn't go at three to the Jets, I could see the Raiders taking a flyer at him at four. And I would hate it, but I mean, if he's even there at seven, I think the Giants have to kick the tires. Dude, on if, that. if the Giants, or are, the Bucks at five, even Bucks at five, the Giants, the Giants at, six. at six. Excuse me, I yeah. keep saying seven. Yeah. I don't know why. Lucky number seven. Oh yeah, I could see Oliver being there at eight, and if he is, the Falcons definitely going up there and get him. I like Atlanta being aggressive. I think I'm always more aggressive on draft night. I don't know about you. I mean, my lady always tells me, Jesus, on draft night. You got a little bit more of a pep in A little just step. more frisk? Yeah, I really do. Gosh. And so if Atlanta's bringing that to the table, listen, I'm not upset about it. I'll tell you what, there's no warm-up. There's no preheat in the oven. I'm not about the role play on draft night. I like to just freaking get it going. Get right to it. Yeah, well, that's the aggression coming out of you, you know? And I know that you're a big barbecue guy, and you're probably going to be lathered in barbecue sauce as you, know, you do yourself. it's funny that you say that because typically I am. And your gal a favor, and, and, and wash that off before you get all aggressive. On draft night, I tend to lean a little more honey mustard. Do you really? Yeah. It's just that zest, that that little zany uh, draft night, just ooh, a little buzz. Yeah, just a little buzz of honey Let's change mustard. it up. Just, Let's go a little curveball. We're going to pop it up with the honey zing. I'm with that, even though I'm more of a yellow mustard guy. All right, let's dive back into the archives here. Do you want to go? Uh, well, I guess we have. Ah, damn it. I think we have to start with with, with Drew, Mr. Pearson. Oh, I think my because gosh. there's sort of a there's now, a step this, to this. Is, this the, a is this the last bit? Because we've got we've obviously got the double whammy. We've got the the precursor 
the Drew the home run from Drew Pearson. Yeah, and then and we then get, just uh, the 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 eh, I don't yeah, even know. Adrian I think comes it, and put his hammer down. Eh, is it? I think it's more of like maybe a, a pop out. His squeaky nerdy voiced hammer. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's start off with Drew. Yeah. And then the original uh, eighty-eight. We'll play that other guy. All right. To announce the Dallas Cowboys selection, please welcome the University of Tulsa wide receiver Drew Pearson. All right. How about them Cowboys? I want to thank the Eagle fans for allowing me to have a career in the NFL. Thank you. I am honored as an undrafted free agent to be selected to make the Cowboys second round draft pick. And on behalf of the five-time world champion, Dallas Cowboys, Hall of Fame owner, Jerry Jones, Gene Jones and the Jones family, Coach Jason Garrett, all the Cowboy players that played before me, that played with me, and played after me, with the second pick and the second, the 60th pick in the second round, the Dallas Cowboys select defensive back from Colorado, Kidobi Awuze. That right there, Walchuk, is truly one of the smoothest, just well-played, well-thought-out, came out of nowhere, no one was expecting it, just embracing it all, the environment, the adversity, enjoying it, relishing in it, and just going out there and performing, putting on a performance of a lifetime. That was 60 seconds of gold. Thank you. Honestly, I think a lot of Cowboy fans, that was the the casuals. That was their first witness to Drew Pearson, and that's what he's now known for. Not the original 88, not catching touchdowns from Roger Staubach and winning Super Bowls in the 70s. Really? He did that? He did all that, baby. Stop. All of it and more. If it weren't for a car accident, his career would have even been greater. It got shortened due to that bad boy. Oh, wait, so he he actually played? Yeah. No way. He's he's in the ring of honor. Yeah, don't be disrespectful. I thought he got into the ring of honor because of this moment, this draft moment. I think that might have heightened awareness publicly, uh, which is what I'm saying here. But no, 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 it's because he was a damn good receiver in the original 88 for a reason. Interesting. Like you don't have Michael Irvin and then Des Bryant come after, but you're still the OG if you weren't damn good and he was damn good. All right, so then let's follow it up with the very next year, David Akers drafts in Dallas. He puts the Akers dong all over the city. Dude, you shut your f- You f- piece of shit. You want to say that he put his Akers dong everywhere. You are such a fucking disgrace. You want to belittle Drew Pearson on this fucking show. And then you want to go ahead and uplift David Akers in his little peen-sized Are you kidding me? I don't even want to play this audio now. This is disgraceful. Take it away, David. To announce the Philadelphia Eagles selection, please welcome, from the University of Louisville, kicker David Akers. What's up, Dad? Kicker's trolling the Cowboys. Last year. I like standing up here before you as an undrafted free agent representing that shield for 15 
these draft picks weren't born. <laughs> Tonight, we are welcome into the Eagles. Look at Doug Peterson. With the 49th pick in the 2018 draft, the NFL would like to represent the Philadelphia Eagles, Dallas Goddard. Oh, oh. He is the tight end from South Dakota State. Go Birds! Fuck that guy. He just sounds like a 12-year-old, like, just getting hyped for his friends. Go Birds! Like, he literally, if you didn't know, you would think that was a prepubescent to You know what he reminds me of, but his voice is ten times higher? Andy Dalton trying to rally the troops. Let's have fun and play together. The NFL would like to represent the Philadelphia Eagles. Compete, guys, compete. Woohoo, let's go, guys. We won the Super Bowl last year. Go Eagles. I wasn't on the team or anything, but, like, my team that I used to be on one. I'm a real boy. Yeah, I think David Akers is a stud. He's a man amongst boys, and I appreciate everything that, that he brings to the table. And uh, not only his leg, but his prepubescent voice. Now, he does have diamond calves, but I think Drew Pearson, without a doubt, owned him. And that comeback was was weak as all hell. That's the one thing about the kickers, man. As much as they all look sort Except of like Pat pussies, McAfee. Pat McAfee's not. Yeah, and like Jay Feely was kind of like a bigger kicker, but for the most part, they all look like pussies. Seabass? And then their their calves are just like, boom! Well, they should be. their kickers. They kick a ball for a living. They should yeah, have but it's great like they're legs. scrawny everywhere else, and their calves are just like, bam! Yeah. It's like a quarterback. If he was just small well, everywhere, and then his right arm was just like, huge! The freaking Catalina wine mixer, baby. Now, let's go back to the Cowboys real quick. Thank you, David Akers. Thank you, Drew Pearson. I love you, Tech McKinley. Shout out to the Jeets. And obviously, was that it? Was that the, the last bit of the audio? Yeah, yeah. That's oh my gosh, it. radio gold right there. Thank you for all of that glorious draft audio and it, podcast gold. But continue podcast gold too. Um, we'll get back. We're, I want to play the Drew Pearson bit one more time after we get done with this Cowboys conversation. Excellent. All right, talking a little Cowboys. That's exciting. Yeah, let's do it because you brought up Drew Pearson, and the Cowboys don't have a first-round pick, and we are based in a Cowboys market here in the DFW, work for the flagship home of the Dallas Cowboys, 105 through the fan. And uh, any excuse we can to have some Cowboy talk, we're going to do it because I'll tell you what, whether you love them or you hate them, they're good for ratings. And PFN, we want our freaking ratings. Get our numbers up. We're trying to get contracted here. Please listen, yeah. subscribe, rate us. Grow the brand. Grow yeah, the freaking grow show. the brand. Follow PFN all over the place, baby, because there's no better place to get any content ever than the Pro Football Network, and there's no better show to listen to than the Nosebleed Seats podcast and all the rest of the bleeping podcasts that we produce, because our podcasts are awesome. There you go again, bleeping your own self. I like Dang doing it. it. It's just, I'm used to it. By the, the way, sources, Walchuck, right now, guess yeah. what? I don't know if you know this. It is draft day. Yeah. yeah like, that's today. It's today. Today's yeah, like draft the draft. Day. It yeah. is. It's the draft day. All right, good. No, I just wanted to make sure you knew because I knew and I didn't want you to be left out. Wait a second. So, like, what's happening today? We draw names out of a hat and we find out if we're going to war? Exactly. Holy shit. Yeah, so prepare yourself. I'm not prepared. Well, prepare yourself. Okay, here we go. Cowboys conversation very briefly. Picking at 58 in the second round. Now, Eric, you've gone ahead and you've been on Cowboy Watch and have watched some guys that you think may or may not be available there at 58, but some possible targets. We've had it narrowed down, thanks to our very own Bobby Belt on Twitter, who does a phenomenal job if you're a Cowboy fan and you don't follow Bobby, at Bobby Belt TX. He's awesome. 
He pretty much narrowed it down. If you to don't, be fair, sidebar, I, I I don't think I would like the guy, Bobby, but I I have to follow the account for the information. Why you don't? What's wrong? I just just want to leave that out there. Okay. Well, in case anybody follows him, I don't want you to think I recommended him as a person. I more recommended him just as an Im- well, information guy. Well, I said guy. you need to follow him if you're a Cowboy fan. So I, yeah. I didn't say anything. Well, I don't know why you're bringing in the personal stuff. Yeah. Well, just because he gets personal on there, and I think he's a bit of a douchebag. Can, can we continue? Okay, sure. Well, you, yeah, all right. Um, pretty much, there's there's a thing called pre-draft visits. Each team gets thirty. Oh, them. I pre-draft all the time. And there's also local college days. So you know, let's say you're a Miami Dolphin fan like Eric is. Yeah. If there were a player that grew up in Florida, they've got the opportunity to go to the Dolphins Dolphin Day. I literally just pre-drafted. There's a Dallas Day, and the Cowboys host some guys. So the culmination of thirty pre-draft visits in the Dallas days. Bobby Belt narrowed it down to a list of names that possibly could be available when the Cowboys take the clock at 58. Now, Eric, I'm going to go through these names. You tell me if they're on your list. Number one is running back Damian Harris from Alabama. No. Not a guy you watched. Not a guy I watched, and here's why. I don't think the Cowboys are going – I don't think they have uh, the balls – to take a running back that early. Uh, I do think that at some point okay, in hold the draft... On. Rewind. Stop. You don't think they have the balls to take a running back at 58, but they took one with the fourth overall pick in the NFL draft. Which is why I don't think they would double down and do that again. They already have their guy. They just gave him the uh, the old fifth-year whatever extension. It's not... It's They picked up his fifth-year option. They picked up the fifth-year like option. every team does if you pick the guy in the first round that's pretty good. Yeah, and which, Zeke is which great. this guy... Zeke is great, exactly. So, why waste that when you already have a great running back? Why take one at 58 when you can go get, I don't know, maybe a Philip Lindsay undrafted and he'll become a pro bowler? Fair point. All right, next question. Next one is... Juan Thornhill, the safety from Virginia. Wow, we got to my boy pretty quick here. Uh, when we're talking about dream scenarios, if I'm the Cowboys at 58, Mr. Thornhill, uh, yeah, sign me up for this He's guy. your dream scenario. He's, like, out of everybody in the draft, and it's a dream, so it doesn't mean that it's likely to happen. He's okay. your dream pick at 58. Okay, he's my he's my likely dream. He's my, like, I could see this actually happening. He's probably going to be there at 58, and he's the guy you'd pick. Yeah, this isn't the, the I want to be an astronaut when I grow up dream. This is, like, I want to be, like, relatively successful with, like, I don't know, a roof over my head dream. Okay, because my dream pick at 58 is Jeffrey Simmons from Mississippi State, the defensive tackle, if he falls that far, which at one point gotcha. I thought maybe because he had the injury, but now medical checks – and the fact that I think he would have been a top 10 pick easy if he didn't have that injury. Correct. He's probably going to end up going in the back half of the first round. Yes, he he's probably going to be a first-round guy. I think I can give you a little Peter Schrager nugget teaser there. I think that's going to happen. Uh, and he also has some character concerns as well. But he's good enough to where you're right. He's going to be there in the first round. He's definitely not going to be there at 58. So your dream, unlike my dream, is not very likely. But I like where your head's at. Uh, when we get to Thornhill, though, this guy, uh, the reason why I like him is because he is free safety material. He is prototypical, uh, be my single high guy, go out there, ball hawk, be a guy that gets your hands on balls and potentially could take it back to the house. He is fast as hell. His his uh, In terms of size, his combine numbers, athletic ability, this dude is Earl Thomas. He is a little bit taller. He's the same weight. He's the same speed. And he's he's jumps through the roof, forty four inch vertical, crazy broad jump. Like the guy is a he's an athletic freak. And on the field, you can see the burst, you can see the speed. He covers ground like crazy. And I just think, and he he was a former corner turned safety, 
and you can see those corner abilities. They'll slide him down, play a little nickel. He'll play zone. He'll play man. I watched him flip the freaking hips downfield and go with Miami's uh, Miami Hurricanes' fastest receiver, Jeff Thomas, and it was a thing of beauty. The guy can blitz off the edge. Uh, people act like he's scared to tackle, but he's not. I'm not going to say he's the but best. But he's not tackler. good at it. I'm not. Gonna, uh, I wouldn't even say that he's not good. He's at not it. good he's, at tackling. He's, he's not. He's not. He's that not great, great at, at it. it. He takes poor angles. Eh, I don't even know if I would say that. We, I, 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 I just sat there with you. We watched three games. He had two plays where I said that's a good tackle. Yes, and again, is he your box safety? No. Is he your linebacker? But for the Cowboys, they have Xavier Woods, who is their free safety, and they want a guy who's capable of playing in the box, and want Thornhill sure as hell is not that guy. I have He's a deep safety. He's got to be a free safety. You'd have to move Xavier Woods down. and I have Or to- you pull him out and put... Jeffy's back on the field. Okay, no, we're not doing that. Well, exactly. I happen to believe that Xavier Woods can be more of a box kind of guy. I think... He can also be a free guy, but listen, we're in 2019. This ain't 94 anymore, all right? No, I don't care about having freaking Brian Dawkins down there in my box. But Brian Dawkins sure could cover, too. He's a complete player. Off the field, I'd love to get Brian Dawkins in my box. On the field, I need guys that can cover. What did you just say? Down the field, deep safety. And that is center one fielder. He's and a center fielder. Absolutely 100% is agree with you on that. him. And we're talking about at 58. We're not talking about at 8 overall, where I want an absolute dominant guy that can do everything on the field and be graded at all. No, we're talking about second round, number 58. He's going to have a couple of warts. His happen to be he's not great in the box. All right, fine. He can still go deep. That's what we're doing. He's covering. He's going to be great. I think he's awesome. I think he's Earl Thomas 2.0, except not quite as good. Yeah, that's not as good of a tackler, but he can be that. Earl Thomas is is a rare breed. I don't see that. I understand you pulled up the the testing numbers by the counting numbers. I guess Juan Thornhill is comparable to Earl Thomas. By the tape, I don't see that. I think there's a lot that you can work with. Um, I think you're a lot higher than on that guy than I am, but I do agree with you in his coverage ability. He's fast as hell. There's a lot to like in him playing back deep at your free safety spot. I would want to work on him in terms of his tackling, in terms of you know his blitzing. He had one great play on a blitz. I didn't think that it was an instinctive play. You kind of lean that way. I thought it was just where the offensive play was designed to go to. It was a great defensive call. He ended up being in the right spot at the right time. Did but, he execute hey, it? Hey, he executed it. Thank you. Made the play. So Juan Thornhill, would I be upset at 58? Certainly not. I'd probably be pre-drafting all over myself. Okay. You already have. It's my turn to pre-draft now. Here's my guy. This is my guy. Jesus, put your pants back on. This is my guy. Don't do this with your pants off. I've got him tattooed on my left cheek already. Oh, wow. Tristan Bleepin Smith, or Hill, excuse me. God dang it, you don't even know his name. It's Hill. You're a disrespectful piece of bleep. He's your guy. He's on your ass cheek. You don't even know his last name. I think I got the, the wrong last name uh, tattooed on my ass. I think you were calling him Tristan earlier today, too. This isn't too. good. This isn't You've good. been screwing this up since this I afternoon. I got Smith tattooed, not Hill. Listen, here's the deal. Before Holy we, shit. Before we get this into This is not good. Wow, that does say Smith. Yeah. Holy it says shit. T. Smith. Jesus Christ. And I've got the UCF logo and everything. Oh, my God. And then the Cowboy star on the bottom. It actually says UFC. They misspelled that. Are you serious? Thank God you love the octagon I mean, I so was much. about 10 whiskey shots deep, but come on. I actually thought you did that sober. No. That's a little more disappointing. I thought you just did this because you loved him that much. I've always had a fear of the needle. Well, listen, 
the my biggest bone to pick with him is that his parents decided to spell his name with a Y. Yeah, Tristan Hill. Like Tristan Hill. Yeah, well, it does look like a possible Tristan. It's off-putting. Okay, you know what it was is we host a show, side note, Friday Night Stars. It's a high school football scoreboard show we do in Texas. High school football is a huge deal. It's the biggest show in Texas. It's amazing. It's literally it's bigger than those girthy mocks out there. Did I say Texas? I meant the United States. Thank you very much. There was this kid that went to Duncanville High School who went to the state championship Panthers. game, and his name was Tristan Smith. It's actually Tristan, and the whole freaking year oh we were saying God. Tristan, and it's Tristan Smith. So now I see Tristan Hill, <laughs> and I'm not making the same mistake twice, but his bleeping name is Tristan, and now I'm calling him Tristan Smith, and I've got Tristan Smith, UCF, Cowboy star, on my left cheek for life, and my ass ain't getting that removed because I've heard how much it hurts, and I don't do pain. So you're telling me you have a high school kid on your ass cheek? Now I do. Jesus. He better go to UCF. This story is getting better If he goes better. to UCF, I think I'm saved. By the way, that thing's not healing right. What do you so, mean? Uh, I don't know what the hell they told you to do uh, lotion-wise. Did they tell you to wash it? I just washed. It I looks just like had shit. showers like normal. Yeah, well, you've been... Did you loofah on that thing? Because it looks fucked. Oh, loofahs were only for women. Well, I don't know. It looks like you used one on your ass that was newly tattooed. So, anyways, by the way, that tattoo is a high school student. All right, let's continue. How do you feel about this guy? Obviously, you love him. Not enough to know his name, but enough to want him on the Cowboys? Yeah, first step quickness is a major thing for me. I look, agree more. I watch him, and I can automatically see why Rod Marinelli loves the guy. Amen. Worked him out privately. He's perfect for the system. He's perfect for what the Cowboys want. And you know my opinion on interior pressure. Yeah. I'd rather have an interior guy that can move the pocket, Aaron Donald asking. They don't grow on trees. And I think this is a dude who can be disruptive. The best is Ed Oliver. The next Aaron Donald type is Ed Oliver for me. There's no way he snipped the Cowboys. Unless the Cowboys, I don't know what they'd have to do to trade get up into all the top ten. Their picks. They'd have to pull a Ditka and trade the entire draft. Yeah, basically, to, to be able to get him. Hey, listen, for Ricky Williams, The next I'd best do dude for me, I think, is Tristan, Tristan Hill. Is it Tristan? Did you get that? Now I'm now I'm overthinking this. Is it Smith? It's Hill, bitch. On your ass, though? On my ass. No. <laughs> I'm just going to take the T out and put an E. <laughs> Holy hell. Okay, uh, listen. Bottom line is, you like interior pressure. I happen to like posterior pressure. But either way, Tristan really? Smith is a... You're just talking about who you want in your box earlier. Yeah, Brian Dawkins. Thornhill, number one for me. Tristan Smith? It's Tristan. Is it Hill? It's Hill. Is number two for me, all right? <laughs> and and that interior pressure, like you said, that first step quickness, bottom line is the dude's going to be a player, three technique, guaranteed he could back up Malik Collins tomorrow and be a stud rotational piece. Next year he's a starter, right? And I think he, the only thing he really needs to do, just get stronger, which you can say about most of these guys Absolutely. coming out of college. You know, he gets pushed around a little too much. He's on the ground a little too much. But the guy tries his tail off. I'm with he's, you. He's literally, his first name is spelled T-R-Y. We should just call him Tristan because he tries his ass off. High motor, like, I mean, Bang. this is beautiful. It's Tristan Thank Hill you, Mom and Dad. because he's a try-hard player. I take back what Bitches. I said about the spelling of his name. It's actually awesome. It works out beautifully. Woo! He we was come. made for it. Future Cowboy. Yeah. He's the pick. If it's not Thornhill, I hope it is. I, All right. You know who I don't want it to be? Yeah, it's the next guy on Bobby Belt's list. Oh, Jesus. Jalen Ferguson. Mm. Yeah, and you talk about trying. You don't think that he does. No, I would say his, uh, he's not the kind of guy. He, he's going to pull up a little early before he just kind of jumps on a pile, 
even if he didn't necessarily need to. Those plays where the guy's he's coming down and you could just jump in and finish it off, he's going to pull up. You know, and I don't really like that. Well, it takes a special talent to be able to pull up in those situations. Yeah, well, and a guy with heavy feet like him and playing at Louisiana Tech. He has heavy feet. Like, oh, that my God, he's playing in concrete. Very slow. He's playing in wet concrete. Now, the bottom line is the guy got production, and he does have moments with his bull rush. And the one thing you pointed out when we watched him was he doesn't really have a second or third move. You're 100% right on that. Sure, the portfolio Very needs limited to be, arsenal. Yeah, needs to be I've added to. i always, and I watched a lot of this kid in college because we went to the University of North Texas, which is in Conference USA, the conference oh! that he plays in. I always thought this dude is going to be, you kick him inside, he's a defensive tackle. Yeah, okay, and I'll I think that. that's where you'll get, again, interior pressure. I think that's where he's going to be at his best. Yeah, and I think on passing in passing situations, I think you're right. I don't know, at 270 pounds and the way I saw him get pushed around by some tight ends in college Fair. lends me to think I don't know if he's strong enough or has the desire Fair. to to be a first and second down interior guy, which is fine, but if you're going to tell me you're drafting a guy at 58 so that he can be an interior pass rusher on third downs with not that high of a motor and not much of a pass rush arsenal, I'm going to tell you to bleep yourself. Yeah, that's a guy I'd feel a lot happier about in the third round. I would feel happier about him in the third day. Mm, wow. that I don't feel good about him at all. I can't even believe that we're talking about him at 58. But it is a real possibility, so we have to talk about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate him nearly as much as you do. But again, my vision is you kick him inside. You don't play him on the edge. The other three names on here are offensive guys. So I'm just going to go Fuego Rapido rapid fire here. Please. It's Debo Samuel, the wide receiver from South Carolina. Love. Dawson Knox, the tight end from Ole Miss. Or Jay Sternberger, the tight end from AM. You know, I'd like to get a taste of that Sternberger, but Debo Samuel's at the top of that list. If we're going offense, Debo Samuel's there. Amen. Give it to me, baby. He is a, I mean, thick with two C's, strong as an ox, can catch great, will go over the middle. Great in the red zone. Great after the catch. And he can play inside or outside. Yeah, I just think, I mean, there's not many. On tape, you didn't see a ton of, of route running, but then at the senior bowl, he goes and dominates, shows off that route running ability. And I think in terms of a, a Randall Cobb replacement. Yeah, he would, too, I was just thinking the same thing. He'd kick Randall Cobb off the field. Amen. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I don't think Debo's getting there, though. I don't either. I think most people should probably have Debo. If not in the top three to five, I don't know what you're thinking of wide receivers in this class. I'd rather have a Debo in round two than I would take a DK Metcalf in round one. Amen. The only receiver that I it would pound the table for would be obviously Hollywood. Hollywood special Brown. because of his speed. And, the, I, and he can actually run routes crisp as hell. If it wasn't for his foot, I'd be calling for him yeah, to be Yeah, I'm not in love player. with any of these receivers to go top 15 at all. But, uh, yeah, Hollywood Brown is the one that, that makes me perk and say hello. The tight ends, though, Dawson Knox is interesting. I think 58's a little high for him. Uh, Sternberger I don't think will be there. If he is, you've got to think about that. I don't think the Cowboys would do that. I don't think the Cowboys – the Cowboys might go the whole draft and not take a tight end. Yeah. And I think that's a very real possibility. Yeah. But if Sternberger's there at 58, my, oh, my, you've got to consider it. And I do think, even though you don't think they will, if Damian Harris is there at 58, which I think he will be, they there will be serious – conversations within the Cowboys war room about taking him and just taking a running back high in general. I'm with you. I'd wait because I think there's guys that you could get in day three, rounds four through seven, that can come in and be good players. Actually, Travian Williams, if you really want a running back in round three, 
I think is just as good as Damian Harris. Dude, there's running backs all over the place. I literally just saw one. Did you? This is a, yeah, well, who? You saw who are you him talking too. about? He's right there. Where? They're not, just all over the place. I don't see We him. are surrounded by guys. They who fall is this off running back? Running like back, where are you? Leaves in the fall, Running baby. back, come out, please. He is literally right in front of your face, you believe, Paul. I don't see what? him. What are we all watching? All you have to do is offer him an undrafted flyer for camp, and he'll come and show up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jesus. It just Now, listen, if you're telling me Damian Harris or whatever the hell, or or Jason Jalen Ferguson. But you know I'm not paying. I'm going Harris I'm over Ferguson. I'm not paying Ezekiel Elliott. I need to get another back. Okay, in well here. you're not Stephen Jones because he's talking like the big game. Stephen he's Jones pay him. is talking like, wow, we understand Zeke's usage and what do we do if Zeke isn't there? Was the exact quote that he made on our airwaves at 105 through the fan where we were. So don't you tell me Stephen isn't talking that way because Stephen knows the truth. And if Zeke goes down, you've got to have – they don't have a back right now. They don't have a back, a running back. Guess what? You talk you about f- needs? You can find one they on don't Monday, have one. suit them up on Sunday. That's how I yeah, feel. Yeah, I've seen enough Rod Smiths to counter your Philip Lindsay's. But that doesn't always work. Yeah, yeah, Rod Smith. Good God, I don't think he's going to be wearing a star this year. But No, not at all. But there are a lot of backs in rounds four through seven that I would consider. So basically uh, – Jalen Ferguson. Yay, that's the pick. Cowboys. Read him and it, it's, it's Tristan Hill, I think. Tristan Hill's our guy. Is it Smith? It's Hill. It's Hill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's All right. Hill. Well, listen. If it's Hill, I think I think it's either Thornhill well, or Hill. Thornhill, but either there'll way, be a Hill in there. Either way, we're we're hilling it up because we don't believe that Abram, Rap, or Savage will make it. Correct. Obviously, there's guys that we didn't talk about. That I mean, Jesus. Yeah, I would love for no. Them we to had get to just, Joey. We, we had Let's to get Nick down. Bosa. Here I mean, night. God, I would love for them to get Quinn and Williams. What do you think? No, I'd, I'd rather have rather have that Oliver. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks. I'm being serious. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for playing along. Uh, what do we want to do next? Schrager? Schrags? Let's go to Schrags. Pete. All right. Let's do this, man. It is Peter Schrager's annual 10 draft nuggets the night before the NFL draft. So this came out last night. You've been stewing on this baby all morning? Yeah. I have been. I mean, Jesus, I couldn't sleep last night. Are you kidding me? I've been doing this since 3 a.m. You've been pre-drafting. Annual tradition. 10 nuggets. Peter Schrager is hearing the night before the draft. Number one. Walchuk, three offensive tackles could end up going in the top 10. That's Jawan Taylor. That's Andre Dillard. That's Jonah Williams. He says there's a better chance a team trades up into the top 10 for a tackle as opposed to a quarterback. Wow. So that's pretty interesting. We talked about the Jets earlier. You mentioned all three of the defensive linemen. I happen to think Jonah Williams is a piece of that cake. And it looks like, you know, from the likes of it, if three go in the top ten, it wouldn't totally surprise me if the if the Jeets end up with one of those guys. I want to cross-check references. I got two mocks up, Mother Licker. Oh, wow. One is... Whose mock am I looking Daniel at? Daniel Jeremiah. I know oh, you like DJ. DJ. Yeah, hell of a mock. We've been there. We've done that. No, veiny as hell. He's got two top ten offensive tackles. Andre Dillard at eight to the Houston Texans, who are projected trade-up partner with the Lions. That's two different mocks. We've seen the Lions moving back. One was with the Falcons. This is now... With the Houston Tejans. Then at nine, you've got Jonah Williams going to Buffalo. Jada. So he's got two, not three. And then our boy Driscoll. Our boy Driscoll has one offensive lineman going in the top 10, and it is, aforementioned, Juwan Taylor going a pick after the Giants to the Jacksonville Jaguars at seven. All right. Speaking of Detroit and that trade back, Schrager's number two draft nugget night before the draft. Two teams that could be trading back out of the top 10, none other than Detroit and Buffalo. Well, Detroit seems like they're moving back. 
I think uh, they're going to try their ass. We've off. got people we trust, and they want to move back. And it's look, it looks like there's going to be a player there. If Ed Oliver slips, I think you're going to have calls. If this offensive tackle thing is real, I think you're going to have calls. I think you're going to have calls for Devin Bush, the linebacker from Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're about to get there. We're about to get there. Let's go to number three, Mr. Schrager. Dwayne Haskins is considered the likely quarterback if Washington goes quarterback, but he said do not sleep on Daniel Jones to Washington. He's got a lot of fans in that building. We've already seen today. I mean, it's been ridiculous, this stuff. We see Diane Rossini talking about guaranteed Daniel Jones, and then somebody else comes out. Uh, one of the Redskins beat writers, and goes, yeah, Haskins all the way for for the Redskins. So we don't know, but we know that Dan Snyder put his pants on and said, you know what, I'm taking control of this thing. Last time that happened, they traded up uh, basically their entire draft for Robert Griffin. So if they trade up everything what's and they go get Daniel though, Jones, with all God this, dang it, we're throwing a party. What's going on with Josh Rosen? Uh, well, looks like, man, if he's going anywhere – Right now, the Chargers seem like the most likely destination. Well, because up until, what, three or three to five days ago, it was Washington. Yeah. It was the Redskins. Well, and ultimately, that's why we don't know anything. We don't know anything. Right now, the smoke in the air is insane. What on the counter about that? What if the the Cardinals are saying, you know what? We're just going to hold on to Rosen, and they don't take Kyler Murray. Yeah. Well, now we're talking crazy. All right. Okay. Now I like we're to talking get a little crazy. crazy. You but know I this. think but, it's draft day. I know. I like getting a little weird. Yeah, we all do. We all get a little bit more aggressive on draft day. Uh, and I think that if if Kyler Murray, I mean, obviously the draft gets kicked off with Kyler Murray not getting drafted number one overall, and we are all in a tailspin after that. I mean, just bleep everything we've ever happens. heard. I'm really praying. I want draft madness. I want craziness. I want freaking people. Flipping cars out there, not really. Uh, no, I'm just in to on get that. a little weird. Let's light cars but on I fire. I want Arizona to pass on Kyler. You know what I want? What? I want them to not even draft on time, like the Minnesota Vikings and Mike Tice. I thought you were going to say you wanted to get The next thing you know, we've got scrambling. Different tattoo on your ass. I'd like to forget that happened. Peter Schrager, number four nugget. Some first round names that keep getting first round buzz that haven't been up until now. Joe Juan Williams, bye bye Cowboys. Oh man, at the corner from Vanderbilt. Chris yeah, Lindstrom, that's a Chris Richard guy. Chris Lindstrom, guard, Western think, Michigan. Uh, I'm not sure Western what school Kentucky, he is. Maybe one of the westerns. Maybe a Boston College. Hell, I don't know. Lindstrom, guard, first round. Elgin Jenkins. You're right, Boston College. Taylor Rapp, safety. That's why we didn't talk about him when we talked about Cowboys. He's I, just I, not going to be there. I think Taylor Rapp's been getting. I mean, maybe not within the NFL circles, but I always thought he'd end up going bottom first. Yeah, and that's that's right where I think Schrager's got him. Darnell Savage, the other safety, four three three, absolute stud. He's been climbing boards ever since that DJ's time. DJ's got him at twenty seven to the Raiders. There you go. And then Jeffrey Simmons, your boy, despite that ACL tear, uh, your pipe dream goes out the window probably in the first round. Well, Chuck. Mm. Well, you know what? That's not surprising to me. But geez, if something could happen and he fell, I'd be pre drafting everywhere. It'd be pretty hot. All right, number five. He says, sounds like Temple cornerback Rocky Sin with the best name in the draft. Best name, biggest bust to happen. Oh, you're calling it now. I think Rocky Sin is completely overhyped. Is it because of his name? No, I love his name. And honestly, I love his physique. I love the way he looks. But I think because he looks the part, it's a similar deal where this guy is someone coaches are going to say that he can play. I think it really depends on the system he goes to. It depends on where he goes. Uh, if the Seahawks end up taking him, I could see that working out. But if he ends up going to, hmm, 
let's see, a team that stinks, um, like the Tennessee Titans, I don't think he's going to be good. Um, Tighten up. If he goes to, hmm, I don't know, like the Buffalo Bills for some reason, I just don't oh, think God, he's going to be good. Oh, God, if he goes to the Bills, he's going to suck ass. I don't know. It depends on where he ends up. Well, according to Schrager, it sounds like he is uh, the top corner on many teams' boards. Give me Jawan Williams any day. All right, number six, Peter Schrager, draft nugget night before the draft. He says the feeling around the league is that Cincinnati is not in the quarterback market in the first round, especially not at 11 overall. I'd like to go back to Rocky Sin real quick. Yeah, let's do it. Why not? Driscoll's got him going to the Steelers. Driscoll to the Steelers. Mm. Um, Our own PFN, Neil Driscoll. We know that they want a corner, and Devin Bush is gone. He's He's to the Broncos. I think Steelers fans would be excited. I think for Steelers, all the reasons you, know what, you I, I could see that. I could see that working out possibly. Actually, Daniel Jeremiah's also got into the Steelers. So Rocky Sin, future Pittsburgh Steeler, future bust. Book it. Number seven, Peter Schrager. He says the only receiver that he's hearing consistently across the board getting first round lock buzz is my guy, Marquise Hollywood. Hollywood, Mister okay. Hollywood. Sorry, okay. DK Metcalf. Uh, doesn't look like you are a guaranteed first round lock. Quite the same way that Marquise Brown is, despite that foot injury. Well, Marquise Brown is mocked to both in both Driscoll and Daniel Jeremiah. And those guys see eye to eye. To the Tennessee Titans at 19. And you know what? I think that's a good spot, a good range for him to go. And that is a typical Tennessee Titan pick. Yeah, yeah. It speed for days, is. baby. And, they and that it. could help. Well, they, they need they need some speed on that offense. They took Corey Davis in the first round a couple of years ago. So they can help out their uh, future starting quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. Interesting. Number eight, Peter Schrager draft nugget the night before the draft. How many of these are there? Ten? There's ten. Yeah. Ooh, we're getting close. Yeah, we're almost done. We're almost done. Oh, God, wait till you get to number ten. Holy hell. Uh, all right, Washington quarterback situation. Multiple teams have made the point to him. Do not assume that Case Keenum is going to be the starter for the Redskins. Colt McCoy still has a lot of love, despite that downsy-looking face of his. He has a lot of love in oh, that man. Redskins building. Jeez, really? Uh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Well, hopefully they trade their entire draft up get Daniel to Jones. get ahead of the Giants, draft Daniel Jones at five, and then bench Keenum, and let's go quarterback competition between Jones and McCoy to see who can battle it out. That sounds pretty exciting. Either way, I think we're set. I do think the Redskins are going to be very good. All right, number nine, Peter Schrager draft bomb night before the draft. Michigan linebacker Devin Bush, Walchuk, your boy, get this. He's one of the hottest names. Schrager has him mocked to Denver at number 10. He said it's unlikely that he gets out of the top 15, and if he slips out of the top 12, teams will be trading up to get this guy, that linebacker. He's got speed. He can sort of do everything you want uh, uh, today's day-and-age linebacker to do. And he's a thumper. Yeah, I mean, he's got it going on, and it looks like Denver, and I've seen Benjamin Albright tweet this, as much as we thought Drew Locke was the was a was lock, lock to Denver, yeah. it looks like old Dion Bo- or Devin Bush for Michigan might be that guy. Albright says it. Schrag says it. If those guys say it, hell, I'll listen. You bring up Drew Locke, I think we might see a lock free fall in this one, and, and it could be a situation where if the Broncos want to move back into round one to secure his services, they could do so, or they could sit tight and see if maybe he slips there Round two, but uh, you're right. DJ's also got the Broncos going Devin Bush, as does our boy Driscoll at the PFN has the Broncos taking Devin Bush. So I think if you want him, because it seems like Devin White's going to end up going to the Bucks at five. I've seen that across the board. A couple yeah. of people mix in some defensive line. You know, they want to get rid of Gerald McCoy. 
So I've seen a little bit, especially if for some reason Quinn and Williams falls. I've seen him there a little Oliver. bit. Uh, an Oliver. Uh, I've seen some Allens. Yeah, a defensive lineman, basically. But I just think they need a linebacker. They can run sideline to sideline, and Devin White is heavenly in that regard. But it seems like both Devin linebackers, top 10, they'll be in it. Book it. All right, last one. Peter Schrager, number 10. Kyler Murray was spotted last night at a Nashville steakhouse with a small group that included Bob Stoops and Lincoln Riley, all wearing the Oklahoma red. Mm. He said, see you tonight. Schrager said that. Basically closing down his top 10 with a worthless nugget. So I'm sorry that I had to bring that to the table. Well, they're in red. He had steak last night. You know what color the Cardinals are in. Yeah, and it sounds like he had red meat. Huh. So Checking off a lot of all boxes. signs are pointing. Number one overall, Kyler Murray, Arizona Cardinals. Do you think he needed a step stool to get up to huh? the seat? No, 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 but he does have the high chair, obviously. Fair. He's a professional. Okay. All right, take it away. Cheers. Thank you very much for that. Uh, look, I want to go through this, and let's compare and contrast since we've been doing it all night. We're going mock to mock. This baby out. We're going to go mock to mock. Holy hell. We're going to go mock to mock. We're going to go Daniel Jeremiah, who we trust is the guy from NFL.com. And then we're going to go with Drisky? our very own Neil Driscoll. Oh, God. From the Pro Football Network. All right, this is exciting stuff. Should you I you tell some, me. Should I, should I change up the vibe? Should I change up the mood? I always change up the mood. We're moving into something new. I want to get sexy. It's pre-draft time, baby. All right, I got a little something sexy for you. Oh, yes. Now I'm in my happy place. We're pre-drafting. God, I'm pre-drafting all over myself here. It's the draft day. We're hey, give going, me that towel. Give me that towel. We're going side-by-side mocks. Side-by-side. Holy hell. Daniel Jeremiah of the NFL.com. It Neil looks Driscoll. Like, Neil. Looks like Jeremiah's got him on the girth already. I can tell right out of the gates. Of the Pro Football Network. Actually, not so much. Jeremiah stopped his at one. Driscoll went ahead and did <laughs> dude, all seven. Wow. Yeah. Junk goggles. So get out of here. Number one, numero uno, it's the red meat. It's Kyler Murray in both drafts. He's going number one overall. Wait, are we doing all 32? Yeah. All right, let's just, god dang it, let's go Fuego. We got Bosa at two, both of them, Bosa. All right, Murray, Bosa. Quinnen Williams at three for DJ, and also not Quinnen Williams, but Josh Allen for Neil Driscoll to the Jets. I hope they do that because I think Allen's a worse player, and I don't want Quinnen Williams in the AFC East. You don't like the Jeets. I get it. Number four. Quinn and Williams then goes to the Raiders in Driscoll's mock. My man, Ed Oliver, goes to the Raiders in Daniel Jeremiah's mock. Oh, man, your guy's off the board. Sorry, Atlanta, you can't trade up with Detroit. Sorry, Detroit, you can't trade back. Oh, unless the team wants an offensive tackle. Continue. Devin White going five to the Bucks in both mocks. Number six is interesting. Giant time. Daniel Jones from Driscoll. Josh Allen slipping to the Giants at six for Daniel Jeremiah. Nice. That would be upsetting because you don't like Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen could be pretty good. Number seven, TJ Hawkinson to the Jags for DJ. Juwan Taylor, the offensive tackle from Florida, staying home in his state to the Jags at seven for Neil Driscoll. I like that Hawkinson pick for Jacksonville. I think he'd really benefit uh, with Nick Foles. Yeah, well, and good thing for Hawkinson, he's got a, a quarterback that can really get the ball to him. At eight, we've got the trade. Both of them have trades. Different teams, but the Lions are getting the hell out of eight. So, folks, when you're watching the draft tonight, just know the Lions, they might be getting the heck out of eight and backing up the trucks into the first round. So, here we go. Falcons moving up for Ed Oliver at eight in Driscoll's. The 
Houston Texans moving up for Andre Dillard, the offensive tackle, going up to eight. And Daniel Jeremiah's at nine. The Bills. You got Jonah Williams. There's an offensive lineman. And then the Washington Redskins trading up in Driscoll's mock. He's got trades, baby. Jeez, Driscoll. He you aggressive you know, SOB. You wanted to talk about the girth. Driscoll's bringing it, bitch. Jesus. Here he comes. The Redskins up to nine, taking Dwayne Haskins. Oh, finally. Haskins is off the board, and Daniel Jones is still sitting there. I'm surprised, man. I was really hoping Washington pulled the trigger. Yeah, well. Go what? get your guy, Washington. Don't but bitch he's out, not, Daniel Jones isn't available in Driscoll's mock. He went to the Giants. Oh, he already went to the Giants. So Giants get Jones. <laughs> Haskins to the Redskins. Both all right, top all right. 10 picks. But Colt McCoy is still the leader in the clubhouse. Apparently, apparently. Number 10, they both have Devin Bush, the linebacker from Michigan. At 11, interesting. Drew Locke to the Cincinnati Bengals. From our boy Driscoll. Ah, man, Schrag says otherwise. Yeah, and so does Daniel Jeremiah. He's got Brian Burns, the edge rusher from Florida State. At 12, there's Jawan Williams going to the Packers. So just outside the top 10 for Schrag's, uh, for Daniel Jeremiah there. So sorry for you, Schrag's. At 12, he's got the Green Bay Packers taking TJ Hawkinson, who's off the board in Daniel Jeremiah's mock. He's still there. And if he is there at 12, the Packers got to pull the trigger on TJ Hawkins. Let me ask you this. You're TJ Hawkinson. You could go seven or whatever to the Jaguars, get that top 10 pick money, or you can fall to 12, team up with A Raj, and go to Wisconsin. I'll go to Wisconsin. Amen, brother. I got the shit kicked out of me in Wisconsin once. <laughs> yeah. Number 13, we got the Houston Texans trading up in Driscoll's mock. Well, they already traded, excuse me. They moved, holy bleeping cow. They moved back. So this is actually, no, they are moving up. Both the Texans move up in both these mocks. They moved all the way up to go get Andre Dillard and Daniel Jeremiah's. They moved up to eight. In Driscoll's mock, they don't have to move up as far. They move up to 13. They still get Andre Dillard. So that's a marriage to watch for. Both these guys have the Texans moving up for the offensive tackle Andre Dillard from Washington State. It seems like that might be a dude that they're pegging. At 14, the Detroit Lions. Well, Deshaun Watson needs some protection, so they better time. get And, it. you know, that team's not far away, so they can go ahead and splurge, move up, spare some capital, get a guy. The Lions, after they've moved back from 8, are picking at 14 in our boy Driscoll's mock. They have him taking Noah Fance, the tight end from Iowa. Be a great pick if you move on down to 14. Um, and then the Falcons at 14 and Daniel Jeremiah's are taking Cody Ford, the offensive tackle from... Oklahoma. Gotcha. Big okay. reason Kyler Murray was as good as he hey was. Hey, man, these offensive t- tackles are flying off the bleeping board. Yeah, they're gone. I mean, if they don't go in the top 10, it seems like they're gone by 15. Yep. So I can see why the trade potential is there. At 15, the Washington Redskins, who did not trade up for Haskins and Daniel Jeremiah's mock, but did in Driscoll's mock, he still ends up a Washington Redskins. That is Dwayne Haskins at 15. See, I just don't say I love DJ. I don't see Haskins falling that far. Ultimately, I think a team like Washington, would jump up to 11-12 to go get their quarterback. So I, I, it's tough for me to imagine him falling to 15, but hey, DJ knows more. So than you think Driscoll's more likely. The Redskins moved up to 9. They swap places with the Bills. The Bills then at 15 stay and take Jonah Williams, the offensive lineman from Alabama. Then gotcha. at 16, the Panthers both take an edge rusher. Both have them taking edge rushers. Darryl, uh, excuse me, Daniel Jeremiah has them taking Montez Sweat, who we talked about a couple shows ago. I said, hey. Sweat could be the guy that ends up sliding. Of all these dudes that are top 10 potential, Sweat could slide. They have him going 16. Well, Daniel Jeremiah, excuse me. Because he's got no heart. Has him going to 16. And uh, our boy Driscoll has the Panthers taking Cleland Farrell, 
from Clemson, also an edge rusher. So basically, pencil an edge player for the Panthers if they stay put, whichever one slides them. Then the Giants back on the clock at 17. Here's a home run pick. Rashawn Gary. Ha <laughs> ha! I'm waiting for it. So they get Daniel Jones. They get Rashawn Gary. The Dallas Cowboys war room is going crazy. We're popping bottles. Yes. We're hitting pinatas. Yes, so that would be Holy great. Uh, DJ has them taking Daniel Jones at 17, not taking him in the top 10. He's got them taking Allen in the top 10 at 6. So they come away with basically same deal. Quarterback, edge rusher. Quarterback, edge rusher. Just in what order. 18, DJ's got Garrett Bradbury, the center, going to the Vikings. Man, I love that guy. As does... Our boy Driscoll. So, All right, pencil it in. Pencil that one in. Garrett Bradbury to the Vikings at 18. Then we've got Marquise Brown. We already talked about it going to the Titans at 19. Both of them have that. Pencil that one in. Holy hell. Rocky Sin at 20 to the Steelers. Both of them have that. Pencil that one in. Bust. Bust. Walchuk's calling it on record. I've got it on record. Bust, 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 and not the pre-draft kind, baby. 21, the Seattle Seahawks taking Greedy Williams, the corner from LSU. And then DJ... Daniel Jeremiah's got them taking Rashawn Gary, who's fallen all the way to 21. Once a top five pick, has now fallen all the way to the 20s. Well, let's not forget about the shoulder issues that just recently came out about him, supposedly at the Combine or whatever. Teams found uh, some sort of labrum issue that he could play on this year but likely would need uh, surgery on in the relatively near future. That's going to drop him down a little bit. If he ends up with a dolphin on his helmet, I will freaking lose my bleep. Interesting. I'm sorry to hear that. Did I skip the Dolphins' pick, by the way? Yeah, I've, I haven't heard his pick, so I, picked, I don't know. I skipped the Dolphins' pick. Yeah, they're they're so up at 13. You. I think I just— No, I, I'd rather be surprised. Let's just keep going. All right, well, Christian Wilkins, how does that make you feel? Love it. Well, that's what DJ's got you taking at 13. If, we can't, if we're not going to get Simmons, if we're not going to get Jonah Williams, let's go You know go why I Wilkins. skipped it with Driscoll is they had the Dolphins trading back. They've All got right, the nice. Texans moving up to 13. Nice. So the Dolphins are getting some extra picks. It actually has the Dolphins getting— Pick 23 in the first round. Yes. And pick 55, so an extra second round pick. Love it. You'd be into that. Yes. Okay, perfect. Let's move on down to the Baltimore Ravens. DK Metcalf, according to Driscoll, will be a Raven. According to Daniel Jeremiah, it is none other than Elgton Jenkins, the center from Mississippi State, who I got to say I haven't heard of. Well, Schrags has him as one of those first round buzz names that hasn't there always been, but is now. Bang, he is now. The Lions picking at 23. Now they've moved back. Byron Murphy, corner from Washington. He's a sexy name. And here's the Dolphins pick. Oh, here we go. According to Driscoll, since they've moved on down, they got an extra second. And they take Jeffrey Simmons from Mississippi State at 23. Which I think would be great. If the Dolphins could move back, get Jeffrey Simmons at 23, and get a second-round pick, 55 overall, heck yeah, that's a party. Because, dude, we're tanking this year anyways. He's got a 20 ACL. He sits out. He chills the next year. It's like we had two first-round picks because here comes Simmons. I love that. I think that's great for Miami. Yes. 24, Brian Burns, who went way higher in DJ's mock, goes to the Raiders, and Josh Jacobs, the running back from Alabama. Goes to the Raiders at 24 and Daniel Jeremiah's. That's a lock to me. You think Josh Jacobs is a lock at 24? Jacobs ends up as a Raider one way or the other. They got 44 Whether it's 24, picks 27, one of the two. Yeah, they're going to get him. Interesting. Okay, Eagles, who I d- just can't stand. They're going to take Cleveland Farrell at 25, according to one Daniel Jeremiah. You don't like the Eagles because you're a big David Akers shut guy. Your, shut your mouth. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles then would take Jonathan Abram, the safety from Mississippi State, which would be a real shot in the gut for me. Yeah, I do like Jonathan Abram. Here comes that run on safety as well, Chuck. Sorry, homie. Christian Wilkins, who DJ has 
The Dolphins taking all the way up at 13. Driscoll's got him sliding to 26 to the Colts, which would be a brilliant fit oh, as well. That'd be great for the Colts. And it's interesting because the same pick that each of these guys have the Dolphins taking, the other has them now going later on. Jeffrey Simmons to the Colts. Ah, okay. At 26. To all right, yeah, the Colts need that front seven help as much as they can. Yes. 27. Darnell Savage to the Raiders, according to DJ. That's another blow. There goes another Savage. Well, he's he's a fast player. There goes another Savage. So he's going to be a Raider. And Byron Murphy, who's off the board in DJ's mock, the corner from Washington, going to the Raiders at 27, according to Driscoll. Then comes interesting pickets to Chargers. You think they're going to be the Rosen winners? Yes. Um, well, they stay at 28, and they take Dexter Lawrence, the defensive tackle from Clemson, according to RPFN boy Driscoll. Okay. According to DJ Daniel Jeremiah from NFL.com, it's Joan Williams, the corner from Vandy, who mm, another gut, another another gut punch. Yeah, that's a Schrager first round buzz name. Stinks. Twenty nine, Jonathan Abram to the Seahawks, according to DJ. He's already off the board, according to Driscoll. He's got the Seahawks then taking Paris Campbell, the wide receiver from Ohio State. Seahawks should go get my boy Thornhill, aka Earl yes, Thomas two except not as good as Earl Thomas. Not nearly as good. I've heard a lot of rumblings about them and the Thornhill interest. Ooh, which man, if you're him. hearing rumblings, murmurs are one thing. I'm, but getting, rumblings, I'm getting rumblings. That's true. I'm not even getting murmurs. Yeah, the freaking. No, rumblings. exactly. They skipped right to the rumblings. That's big time. Final three picks: the Green Bay Packers, the L.A. Rams, and the New England Patriots. Driscoll, PFN. Mock draft, Pro Football Network zone. Packers taking Cody Ford, the offensive lineman from OU. He's off the board on Jeremiah's. He's going 30, according to our boy. The LA Rams taking Chase Winovich, the edge rusher from Michigan, which I'll tell you what, if they wanted to go out and sign Clay Matthews, they'll draft his replacement right here. And then the New England Patriots taking Jerry Tillery, another player I've seen rising up boards recently. Notre Dame. The defensive tackle from Notre Dame. Now, according to DJ Daniel Jeremiah, Drew Locke going to the Packers at 30. Similar deal what they did with Aaron Rodgers. Wow. Chris Lindstrom, the offensive guard from Boston College, one of Schrager's guys, yep. going 31 to the Rams, which I think they need. And then Noah Fant slump somehow, some way, slides all the way down to 32 no. and is a New England bleeping no. Patriot, according to uh, Daniel Jeremiah. No! Yeah. Gosh, bleeping dang it. Yeah. yeah, that's not a good thing, man. That's troubling. I'm not excited about that. I figured they'd end up with Irv Smith, which is still a hell of a player, but Fant is just more scary to me. Mm-hmm. God dang it. That sucks. Yeah, so there you go. That's our mock draft side-by-side. Side. That's our Peter Schrager top 10. Jeremiah doesn't really know what the hell he's talking about there, right? Well, so Nick Driscoll thing. does, though, for sure. Well, obviously. For sure. I'm not going to question That Driscoll. guy, I mean, he even had some mega trades in that beach. Oh, Jesus, that was incredible. Loved it. All right, but Jeremiah, obviously not really that sourced. If there's a guy you really want to know that does good mock drafts and hits on probably more of the picks than anybody else I've seen. It's Driscoll. It's Dane Brugler. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I'd go ahead and check out Dane Brugler at The Athletic and, and see what he's got going on. Well, I'm glad you pulled out Dane But Brugler's Driscoll, I haven't show. been following. Been I haven't been people. following as long. Well, I wanted to make sure we had our own guy. So, Driscoll, I hope you go 100 for 100, homie. Hit, hit that inside the park home run. Yeah, why not? Round the bases, do it like a boss. Let's do it, Driscoll. All right, so are we done here? I think we're it. This is it. Is it time um, for the draft? I think it's draft time. You want? I'm gonna go get my honey mustard. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna you go get. I'm gonna go get my uh, my thong. And uh, well, let's let's draft, baby. Let's party. Woo! Where's Kevin Costner? Hugs and hand pounds, everybody. Enjoy your NFL draft weekend, and always stay composed. I'm representing the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's have fun and play together.